and welcome to Taskmaster Down Under the podcast. I'm your host Casey and this is a fun podcast. Uh, we're getting into episode six of Taskmaster Australia this week and I will be joined by my friend and your friend Mike from the No Format Required podcast. Don't have a lot of preamble except please go and listen to the No Format Required Taskmaster audio and if you want to take part do it. It's so much fun. Anyway, I'm going to leave this to me and Mike now. Okay. Just, yeah, keep listening. Okay, bye. So welcome to the podcast, Mike. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So uh, tell me, how did you come across Taskmaster? I I can't massively remember. But like I was on a Bob Mortimer, would I lie to you binge on YouTube? Yes. And... (laughs) It appeared and like kept on appearing. It was Champion of the Champions is when I first started watching it. Really? Um, and then I saw so series so past series five and then yeah. yeah. Um yeah, would lie to you and so I'd never heard of it before as well. Like considering it's so big now, just had never heard of it. Yeah. And then absolutely binged every episode, probably about three times before series six came out. Um wow. yeah, yeah. And then yeah, just became obsessed. I mean, so you started a fair while ago then. You're like a almost an original. Yeah, almost, yeah. Back, yeah. back when it was Dave. Yeah, back when for it was UK, For the UK viewers. Yeah, no, we even in Australia, we know about Dave. It's fine. Um, oh, okay. So you're obviously based in the UK. I should probably let people yeah. know. So this is extra exciting for my podcast. We're going global. Uh, but <laughs> so you started with Series 5 because of Bob and then you just went, this is, this is the show for me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was because of Bob. Like, it makes sense that I've definitely gone into many, will I lie to you, Bob Mortimer binges. So I'm pretty sure that's how it all came about. So, yeah. And Bob obviously did very well on Taskmaster. Like, he just yes. nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so who else are you kind of, who else are you drawn to in Taskmaster then? An answer that a lot of people say, but Ed Gamble and James A. Caster. Oh, my God, obviously. For me. The official yeah. podcast. I know it's a yeah. <laughs> I know it's a very obvious answer, but yeah. No, that's fair. I think series nine is just one that I can watch comfortably whenever I need to. Like it, I just yeah. know it off by heart, but it's like a comfort watch. Yeah. Because I think Ed Gamble's insane, but it also explains how how I think I would do, which is I would be insane. <laughs> see, I feel I'd be a bit more like Rose. I'd want to do well, and I'd just be like, "Oh no, I'm not doing that great." Yeah, <laughs> but see, I am always doing all right. So you have a self awareness that I don't have because that would be. <laughs> but that's not how I see it. <laughs> so obviously, so you're one half of the No Format Required podcast with I Charlie. Am. Yeah, the yep. other half of the podcast. So how did that come about? Um, I used to have another podcast that I hosted during lockdown. Yeah. Um, that's called Mammon. There's no point in really advertising it. It doesn't go on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we used to do like top fives of literally anything under the sun. Oh. Um, and that was with my mate Mike. It was Mike and Mike on Mike. Funny. Mammon. Um, <laughs> and then sort of like he became quite busy with work, so I was like, oh, really, really actually enjoyed the podcasting. Like it's just a nice little sort of break away, just get to chat with a mate and stuff like that. Yeah. Because that's what I saw it mainly as, really, just chatting with a friend. Uh, and then one of our friends, Charlie, whose wife is best friends with my wife, mm-hmm. um, he's really interested in, like, wanted to get involved. He listened to all of our episodes. 
and we were just chatting one day and I think he suggested it and I was like yeah let's do it nice but we couldn't work out what our what we was going to do what the sort of like niche format. target would be yeah so yeah hence no format required just did what you want well that's I don't know how I stumbled I think it was when I first joined Twitter I stumbled across you guys and I didn't I never listened to podcasts at all until last year I hated them oh, I just, okay I couldn't stand listening to stuff with people talking because I like a visual and then mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but then I think it was a bit of Taskmaster and I started to listen to Ed Gamble and I was like, shit, it's actually really good. And I really liked when your thing came up saying that you don't have a format. So I'm like, oh my God, that's how my brain works. Like you don't need, <laughs> you don't need a format each week. Exactly. Same. So that was, I found that very fascinating. And then you mentioned Taskmaster and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. someone's a Taskmaster fan. And when you find another one in the wild, you're like, we're sticking, I'm sticking with you. <laughs> Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So how'd that then lead into Taskmaster Audio? So it was something I was planning for ages with my previous podcast, but it sort of, sort of never came to be. Wow. Um, long. And then, so it's been like sort of about two years in the planning trying to do this. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, let's just do it. Um, didn't let Charlie know anything about it. As you heard from last week's podcast, he's not the biggest Taskmaster fan. I ever. was going to say, Charlie um, obviously isn't a Taskmaster person. <laughs> No, but um, I think that's sort of like he does his own. He's a bit kinder. I told him in the podcast, like, why aren't you being mean? Just be mean. I did hear that. <laughs> bit. Bit. I yeah. objected because I was like, um, I'm pretty sure I'm getting a little bit of the taskmaster attitude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he did. He did actually. I won't say who or what he said, but he did that's go right. with something, and then I was like, that's a bit mean. Shall I let's back up a bit? <laughs> so he went back to being nice. I edited that out. <laughs> everyone boycotts now <laughs> I, I think it's quite good that he doesn't know massive about it he's taken part in two Taskmaster parties with me which yeah. I post to them um as a but yeah he's not watched loads of the show yeah as a contestant right okay so he knows how it is to be on the other side of it then yeah oh yeah very much so yeah I think that might be why he's being a little bit nicer but uh, potentially yeah <laughs> that or he is afraid of us that could be one or the other I can't remember how he did actually I feel like he didn't do too badly in it oh, typical but yeah typical taskmaster <laughs> but I think uh, on that those I I'll be honest I just picked my wife both of the challenges she was disqualified from <laughs> wow that yeah okay I can maybe you could have been the taskmaster actually you know what no <laughs> No, no, no. I think Charlie's a great pick if he's going to be the nice No, one. because I've organised it, this is the way it works. Yeah. yeah. It's very, you... very much like the Alex Horn, Greg Davis situation. Alex Horn does all the back work and then Greg Davis gets all the praise for being Taskmaster. Although most people know it's Alex, to be fair. True. And I suppose the contestants know it was you. <laughs> but I don't yes. know how coming in listening from the outside it would sound. He did oh, say you say that, that actually. There was a few few contestants who actually said during one of the bits, one of the bits, I'm guessing you're the taskmaster, so you're going to be so actually yeah. not everyone did know who it was going to be that there's appealing to. Yeah, fair well, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I can't call them idiots for that because they're doing better than me on the <laughs> podcast. So did you Where are you currently on the episode? I can't remember. I, I can remember because it's burned in my brain. I'm equal third. Equal third? That's middle of the table. Yeah, but it's not when there's an equal third and an equal second or something because that means I'm actually like fifth. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's six people, so at least you're not right at the bottom. 
thank you. <laughs> Such a good point. It was really <laughs> funny listening back to it because I, I genuinely have never cringed so hard in my life listening to myself on something. And I have to edit this, remember, and I hate doing this because I hate listening to myself. And I went... Oh, a bit of, bit of advice for that. Play it and fast forward. That's what I do. And it doesn't sound like you at all. Really? Yeah, that's how I do it. Because <laughs> I oh. can't listen to myself either. But then hearing yourself at double speed, yeah, it's a lot better. My God, that's brilliant. See, I love it when people give me tips. Well, I yeah, I was just <laughs> cringing through the whole thing going, I am an utter dickhead and this is awful. <laughs> but I genuinely forced everyone I could like think of in my life to listen to it, to gauge <laughs> how awful it was. I was like, should I go into hiding now? Like, should I get them to cancel it? Should they have pulled me from it? And they're like, no, this whole thing is so funny. Like we were laughing out loud at everyone's attempts at stuff. It's good. No, so- I'm really glad to hear yeah, so ta- I mean, Taskmaster works in a lot of different formats, obviously. Even in audio, yeah. Even in audio, have you got mm, have you got like a favorite task that you've come up with from your? Because obviously, it's not just our series two of your audio. You also had the series one cast. Do you remember? Um, I've got some that not that I can massively remember from these. I feel like I'm still getting my footing with the audio tasks. Okay. But in some later episodes, if we get that far, there are some. I've managed to um, work out how to do team tasks. Oh. Um, so I'm excited about those and attempting them. Oh, that sounds horrifying, but also really, <laughs> really exciting because I'm not a part of that. The, the team tasks, you'll never, you won't meet the person that you're on the team with. Oh. But I've managed to do it. So, it, well, I think I have. Like, oh, I have in the past funny. done tasks and had to pull them because they didn't quite work. Yep. But I'm hoping that, yeah, this time. Nice. It will oh. work. Well, I don't think you're pulling any tasks from mine by the sounds of it because I think we only did five and we've already gotten through. Yeah, no, all all of yours did make it. It was in the last series. We didn't do the live task. It didn't quite work. Uh-huh. So I revamped it for this series. Oh, this is exciting. We're getting some brand new mm. stuff revamped. <laughs> right. So, I mean, is it? did you come up with the audio stuff yourself or did you adapt from like the Taskmaster books? Or I feel like some of them... I'm trying to think what series one we did um but i did try and make them original i know for a fact i was sat on the bus and episodes two to champion of champions yeah. i wrote all the tasks just off the top of my head yeah just coming up with ideas like i tried to come up with if you talk thinking about it sort of like back to um season one when i asked him to recreate the taskmaster theme yep that was a bit inspired by josh widdicom in champion of champions Right, hilarious. I watched that. Yeah, that was that was the thinking behind that one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them I did try to think of by myself. Yeah. I mean, they're really creative and I was surprised doing them was actually really fun. I mean, I was embarrassed <laughs> doing them in a house on my own. So I don't know why I thought it'd be really easy to listen to it back when I was like sweating through all of my tasks by myself. And I'm in... Well, I love that someone filmed theirs while they're on their lunch break. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I think that was in the last episode too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think the, I mean, I'm going to just say it, the coming up with the song for your podcast, my favourite mm-hmm. one. That was so much fun. I mean, and I'm not going to pretend I'm the best, but I think I should have won that because I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm rapped and I don't, look at me, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is genuine. I think all of the tasks I would have, done differently or rated them differently compared to how charlie did them that's hilarious but that's the way a taskmaster everyone does everyone thinks differently 
Yeah. And even for the episode we're going to be talking about on um, Path Masters of Australia, I've yeah. got some sort of like things that I would have done in a different order. Hundred, Yeah. I mean, and that's the joy of Taskmaster, I guess. So even when we all may disagree with it, I think we're all on the same page that it's still a fun show in the end. At the end of the day, even exactly. when I'm upset about it, I'm still having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. No, that's good. Well, I'm really excited about the next episode. So when's it dropping? Uh, on Monday, and I say Monday, this releases on Monday, doesn't it? Yeah, and that will be my... Tuesday. Yes, I'm trying to work out the date. So for England, yep. the 13th of March. Excellent. At 6 o'clock, Greenwich Mean Time. There for we go. Australia, <laughs> that will be 6pm, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that will be about 6am here in Australia on the Tuesday. So I really want people to listen to it because I think I need a little bit of praise from the general public just for the emotional support. <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, it's been really fun. So I just want to thank you for, oh, I'm glad, for putting yeah, it Yeah, I'm glad you life. enjoyed it. And I do I'll say now for any listeners that are listening to this, if anyone wants to take part, just contact us. It was so funny. It was so funny. We've and got, I actually really enjoyed well, it. We've got a little Reddit group, haven't we, with the chat of everyone. We do um, have a Reddit group. And we've got that from the previous groups as well. And they still chat and... Uh, everyone seems to like chat to each other in the groups and it's really quite nice they, be- they become little friends in it yeah and I, I really like that aspect of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like that karma instantly messages everyone heard because he just wanted to talk about it yeah no I like it too and I think it's funny in the group chats actually listening like everyone seems to think they've done badly do you know what I mean like your perception oh, yeah. of yourself is so awful that we're all like, we've done so bad, but you guys were good. And I'm like, no, you guys were fucking amazing. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so but you always do, don't you? You're always going to judge yourself badly. Yeah. Especially in these sort of, the way that these tasks are done. In the actual show on TV, it's easier to judge whether you have done badly or good. But in this, it really is just down to what Charlie's decided on the day, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I do regret sending you guys the links mating call for about a minute. That was a... <laughs> yeah think, it, it did genuinely it may, may sound like on the podcast i'm exaggerating but you can confirm because there were two attempts of it as well mm-hmm. and one of them went on for about a minute yeah because i was trying to copy i don't know if you ever looked it up but i was trying to copy a video i found and i was at the point of going like i, mean, oh, I sound so good <laughs> i was like i sound just like a mint a lynx trying to get a mate this is incredible but it didn't work but yeah I'm, i swear i've heard that they do sound like humans and that's yeah, they apparently, yeah. I, did, I think I told you this in one of my recordings, is yeah. that police have been called and they've gone, no, that's just the links. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yep, I can do that. But that's, it's cool. Well, I'm really excited to hear the next one. And I'm also really sorry that I made you edit an hour of me talking at you. While you I was so mortified by that. But now I've learned how to do it. So if I met, you know, if I win, if, I don't know. Yeah. By the way, everyone, I don't know how I do in the next episode. It seems unlikely, but we'll just say if I win, I will edit myself before champions of champions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give me the good bits. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, that's hard to find. All right, let's get into uh, episode six of Taskmaster Australia, which was titled Lucky with a Sausage. So how had you seen much of the Taskmaster Australia stuff up until like this week or have you just caught up on it? Um, I think the last two weeks maybe I've been catching up on it all. Yeah, and what, what's um, your overall yeah. vibe? I'm really enjoying it. Um, at first, I wasn't sure about yeah, so but I feel like in the last two episodes, he's starting to become a bit harsher 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really like that side starting to come through. He's starting to find his like where he lies on it all. Yeah, that's what I think too. I think it was always any new Taskmaster, I get nervous because I already love the format with Greg and Alex so much. And I think I yeah. hold them up to this standard that's unattainable because they're the originals and it's never going to be topped in my opinion. No. Well, but... the first one to ever attempt it was Reggie Watts back in the US version and he just was not on a par with Greg and the slightest. No, I never watched that because it was apparently so yeah. bad and I've heard people say yeah, like... it wasn't great. No, see? So I just don't want to go there and ruin it. <laughs> The only good thing that happened with it is, I can't remember the actor's name, but the actor who plays um, Charlie from Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is in it. Um, and he, so they they do a lot of the tasks repeated that the British one does. And they had the ball through the basketball hoop without picking it up. Yeah, yeah. And he just unclipped the basketball hoop, folded it down, kicked it through. Oh, shit, that's clever. Like, it, it was such a genius hat. Like, and that, that was the only thing that stands out in my mind. Oh, that's brilliant. See, like mm. there's one, if there's, if that's just one good moment though, that worries me. <laughs> they fit all of the tasks into half an hour. Yeah, I so heard it doesn't that. work. No, yeah. it, there's no way it would work. I already feel like there's too many ads in the Australian one, but when you're watching, you don't get ads. Yeah, what is with the five adverts? Yeah, we're channel 10's fucked over here, which is one of our ads. But the weird thing is it's the same minutes for an episode. As in- What do you mean? So there oh, yeah, 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 you get the same, 45 yeah. minutes and we're 45 minutes. So what I noticed with today's one is there yeah. doesn't seem to be the banter between the two, two Toms compared to Greg and Alex. Yeah, I can't remember whether that doesn't happen in the other one. So you are actually getting more like tasks time, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I think actually what oh, I'm going to just butt in here with stuff from the episode. It doesn't matter. Um, With this episode, I felt there was more in studio banter, though, which I think is why I enjoyed this episode the most. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I think I'm not actually there for the tasks. I think I'm there for the <laughs> just between everyone, whether it's Greg and Alex or whether it's the contestants, or I feel like that's what I'm there for. There was definitely, like you say, in this task as well, they used to do it in the original series of Taskmaster. And I remember one of the, um, uh, I can't remember the names now, but the producer's talking about it on uh, Lou's podcast, mm-hmm. saying that they don't cut back to the um, audience as much or the um, contestants in the studio. But I noticed in this episode, there was a lot of that, especially during the task with um, Julia later, which we'll talk about. Yeah. It was just, it kept on cutting back to the studio. I was like, yeah. okay, it's nice to see sort of that make a return. Yeah, I didn't mind that. I think one of my previous guests, Thomas, had mentioned that Thomas didn't love that it took away from the task time. But I kind of love it because I like seeing people yeah. enjoying it. I like the reactions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that makes that makes me feel better when I can see that they're going, what the fuck have I done? This is awful. Or I'm so embarrassed that <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, yeah. and you can see, like, their eyes just glazing over as they realise they've fucked it. <laughs> well, it's just, if you think back to the the the, the um, task that got everyone hooked on Taskmaster, the watermelon task from episode one, mm-hmm. um, it's just, like, the moment that you see Romish and Tim doing the exact same thing, and it just cuts <laughs> back to them hugging. Like, it's such a memorable <laughs> moment, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, I don't mind it. I quite enjoy it. Yeah, I like it too. And th- that makes sense that I would think that when I'm all about the banter and I couldn't kill us about the tasks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the prize task for this one was the thing someone else will miss the most. I mean, this is a very open-ended prize task. Very open-ended, but... I wasn't sure about some of the prizes that they brought in. No, I wasn't sure either. So, I mean, the first one we 
witnessed was Danielle bringing in one half of Nina's shoes. Which I did think was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I think it would have been more effective if it was actually all of her shoe halves. Like, yeah, no she did actually say all of Nina's shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, it's it doesn't look quite as effective on the screen. And also, how did Nina, Nina clearly had no? She hadn't noticed. Yeah, like because she was shocked by it. She yeah, said so... she was looking for one of the converse, but yeah, she but hadn't I noticed suppose... it was all gone missing. It wasn't necessarily how did they react when it went missing. It was what will they miss mm-hmm. the most, which true. Is yeah, it? I suppose. Someone took half of my shoes. I'm going to miss them. Yeah. And then we had, I mean, that was a strong one, I thought. It was It was a very strong one off the gate. So I think anyone afterwards was going to disappoint, even if they'd done well. <laughs> yeah. I think that's when we went to maybe Julia. And Julia brought in the gas mask from her daughter's room, which I thought was, you know, she did say that it was way too overscored. Well, yeah, she she said herself that she hadn't noticed the daughter hadn't noticed it missing, and yeah. kind of pointed out, well, then will she miss it the most if she hasn't noticed? And did she get four points or three points for that? She got four points for that. Yeah, far too high. Yeah, I think that was. I don't know how that happened. To be honest, so in my ratings are where I put it. I put that like last. She got one point in my eyes. Wow, that is. I really yeah. wasn't impressed by it. Yeah. No, you're putting that below the Q-tip canister. <laughs> Which I think is because we've got Q-tips and it's really annoying if like that thing breaks. Yep. Okay. So I get it. <laughs> I mean, I like that she just said, oh, I tipped them out. Because at first I was going like, he's going to miss his Q-tips. Like how random. But she meant <laughs> that it's a mess. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. But I also agree that well, they- we, we, We've specifically in our bathroom got an, a plastic... Mm-hmm. I brought Q-tip holder for him. So, yeah, if that went missing, I'd be livid. And just oh. the Q-tips were everywhere. <laughs> so I understand. I get <laughs> The Q-tips are everywhere. Man, people live wild lives, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had, well, that it was okay. It was funny, but it wasn't like the strongest. Uh, Jimmy said that he would go up against uh, the lesser Tom who would miss the most in a basketball contest. That yeah. was weak. Which, again, I really, really liked the thinking outside the box. Yeah. Again, though, Please tell me there's the a reveal, box. yeah, the reveal that Tom was at, actually plays basketball a lot. Yeah. He clear, that means that Jimmy clearly won't win. No. So, therefore, he doesn't deserve to be there. No, that's... And that's I thought, at first, I thought they're putting it on a bit, you know, like Tom doesn't play. But then when they went, no, 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 I, I do play like every week, I went, yeah. That, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> that yeah, two points good. for me for that one. Well, he ended up with... Yeah, he got three points for that. And then we go to poor old Luke. So Luke brought in the red hair. <laughs> I thought, well, first of all, clearly was pubes. <laughs> I was like in the middle of eating dinner and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, it was my, like, would not bring in hair that looks like that otherwise. Well, it wasn't, like, there's no way it was from his head. At, I think it was right at the end no, they were like, no. you could win the hair from Luke's head. And I'm like, no, that's not his hair at all. But also, no, very much not. what kind of scary Chucky wig have he bought this in from? Yeah. Like, yeah, it probably is like cut from a little wig sort of thing. The way it was curled up, but blatantly oh, yeah, awful. <laughs> awful to look at. And not only that, I mean, if you're starting your prize task with an apology, you're probably not going to score well. <laughs> no, but 
you're not going to score score well from the Taskmaster, but you'll score well from the audience because <laughs> it was one of my favorites. Like it didn't top Danielle's, but it was one of my favorites. It was a great, great task prize. Yeah. yeah, I think, and again, this is just my newfound, I don't know, my newfound knowledge of why I like Taskmaster with this episode. But the banter it caused is what I, what I enjoyed. Yes. So therefore, I loved it as a prize. Well, you're talking about the banter that it caused. Mm. I found that this whole episode, Luke was just top of all that. He really was. Actually, <laughs> for someone who's so awkward, he was king of the banter. He really was. He was just on fire this episode. Like, he lost all of his, I don't know, his little awkward prudishness that I normally associate with him, and he just went, fuck it, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was but great. also so polite with it all <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you know, I'm going to bring in your hair, but I am really sorry. Also, you know, yeah. are you missing your pubes? Too? Offend, offend the fact that you have male pattern boredness, but. <laughs> yeah, well, Luke got one point. So you're, where would you have put that then? I put it uh, second, so four points. Ooh, that's pretty high for that. Even though he, Tom said he wouldn't miss it. Yeah, but from someone who's bored themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see you're putting yourself in your shoes. <laughs> yeah. I was being the taskmaster to judge. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. So if they called you out for that, you'd be pretty upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, so yeah. a bizarre, bizarre story now, a little anecdote. Love for my it. wedding, I was so, like, I had longer hair back then. Right. Um, but obviously a nice little bald patch on top. Mm-hmm. I was so worried about like the photos and stuff, like from being behind and on like over the top of us. I brought spray on hair. Wow. Sorry, my face. So literally, <laughs> hair that I sprayed on top. Yeah. It's like little magnets and it just formed like the hair. I've seen the yeah. I'm not laughing at you. It's more just me imagining. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, it's a comical story. In I fact, mean, I did it. The product. Did it work? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Well, wow, that's exciting. It was really, really good. You would not notice. That's great. I was going around drunkenly showing people at the end of the day. Like, Look at this. No longer bald. <laughs> there look <laughs> that's so good i don't know what i would bring in that someone would miss the most i can't no i mean Cardi- i feel like danielle danielle's is like the way to go that sort of thing yeah like, or, or any task in taskmaster history where they steal something of someone's always goes down well so the stealing oh. of the girlfriend stealing of greg's trousers they're always great tasks and prizes yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And that, that's the first thing I thought when she said she stole something from Nina. I went, oh, my God, we've got another Ed Gamble. Or, um, no, it wasn't Ed Gamble anyway. It was uh, Mark Watson, but Ed Gamble took them. Um, but Ed Gamble oh, yes, yeah. stole the uh, the items from Great Yeah, Town. just listen to the podcast about that. There you go. That wasn't today. Oh, no, did that, no, I, no, I haven't. That wasn't on this one. I think I watched a clip on my, my break. Well, uh, so I, I, I watched at some point or heard him talking about it. Yeah. I th- actually, it might have been on the Taskmaster podcast, the official one, because he was talking to David Bedil, and there was a whole heap of stuff happening in that. Um, there was. All right. So, task one reinvent the wheel, fit the car's axle with something that is not a wheel, then drive it to the finish line. Fastest to drive across the finish line wins. Your time starts now. Not a bad task. I enjoyed the idea of it. Mm-hmm. The actual execution, not so much. Yeah. From everyone. They came up with the same idea at the end of the day. Pretty much. But, I... again, the actual banter that happened during the task was worth it. 
Yeah. So obviously the three friends, as I'm calling them, they went first. And just the fact that Jimmy and Nina ran off to get stuff really quickly, like full of excitement energy, and then Luke just sits in the car. (laughs) It was so good. Like, I'm so glad I didn't, like, cut away or anything or he didn't. Like, I'm glad that happened. And actually, that was the focus of the task. We didn't care about what they'd gone to go get. It was him sitting in the car. I know. Just the fact that most of it wasn't even about the task itself. The filming they showed was about him breaking a car and threatening to bash Tom if he tells the other. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's another thing where you're just going, like, Luke, where has this come from? So obviously, I don't know the comedians at all. True, true, um, true. What, what, like, is that like his persona on stage or anything like that? So, no. I tried to find some of his stuff, but he seems to be like an interviewer. Is that right? Is that what he no, does normally? No, no, he's not. Oh, that's he what does, I see on YouTube. He does do a lot of interviews and he does a lot of talking. So I think he does a lot of stuff about economics because he might have studied that at uni. So he does a lot of talks about our economy and how fucked up it is, which he does very yeah. seriously, but with humour. Um, but he's been in a car. I might send you like some names of shows and stuff just to see if you can find anything. But his whole person, that that's him, what you're seeing. Like awkward and, but like so lovely. And that's, I mean, he reminds me a little bit of David Corrias. Oh, really? Just a little bit. Just with the whole like does something and then like, sorry, oops. <laughs> like... <laughs> For me, it's um, it's really annoying me that the name's escaping me, but season six of um, Joe, Joe Thomas, that's who he reminds me of, his awkwardness. Yeah. Every now and again, you get a glimmer glimmer yeah. of, um, like, anger coming from him. It's a flash of, like, this is shit, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I loved it. But, I mean, Tom snitched. Yeah, very much so. Straight, straight. How are you finding Tom as the assistant? I think he's growing on me. I think, again... He's very, very different from Alex. Different from Alex, different from Paul, different from everyone Mm. else I've watched. Uh, But that's, again, I suppose what I expected. You can't recreate Alex. It'd be be weird if you tried. Well, they they did recreate Alex with Paul Williams. Yeah, but... Paul Williams somehow is is Alex, but I feel like Tom... Yeah, no, I do. Ah. But I feel with Paul and Alex, they, like, write a lot of the show. I don't know... With Paul, with um Tom, sorry. Mm. The the segue sem- segments are just they're him. Oh, whereas the... Tom, Tom, they all seem to be a lot more Tom Gleason side yeah, of things. True. Yeah, I've I've really grown to like Tom a lot, and I didn't know him at all coming yeah. into it. So it was very much a new person that I've never seen on TV or anywhere. Uh, yeah. And how do you feel about the Taskmaster himself then? Again, I think I said. He's grown me a lot these last two episodes. He's yeah. being quite harsh in his decisions. Yeah. And I think you said on a few, um, like two podcasts ago, you're saying about how like zero points aren't happening and things like that. Yeah. Because you're like getting used to the format. But I feel like the audience has had enough and he's just going in with it now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it was always going to take a few days of their filming, which is four or five episodes for us, for them to get comfortable and just go, we've yeah. loosened up. It's a bit of fun in the studio. We'll just... If they do it in the same format as the UK one, yeah, five and six, that's like on day three of their records. So yeah. they probably are a lot more used to it now. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, I think this episode was another good one from Tom as well. And every episode I'm kind of getting proven wrong with my initial like, oh, I'm not sure about it. I mean, I did say it would take a bit to warm up, but yeah, I'm loving it. 
So they ended up using one of those floaty things. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I wasn't sure what it was when I was watching it. Yeah, it's something that I can imagine you'd have like in the middle of like your swimming pool lanes, you know, to divide your lanes or something. Yes. So look, little, I've forgotten the words with it, but it begins with a B, but yeah, I know the thing you're on about. Yeah, I just, I literally wrote my notes, water floaty thing. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but they used that and got it over the line. The only thing I will say about this task was that I wish it was like all four wheels or something. That's like, something all four of them, that, yeah. Yeah, with that extra bit of difficulty rather than if you find something, you literally just wheel it down a, a ramp. Well, part of me was wondering if, if like, it then it the next, um, the next two proved not to be the case, whether you could just go and it just go anyway, because it was on a slight hill. And if you got enough speed on it, would it with just the back, one back wheel? Well, yeah, I think until you got to the ramp, you would have been fine probably. Or yeah, even then maybe exactly. momentum just took it. I don't so know. I think, I think that was Julia and Danielle's issue. Yeah. They, yeah, didn't get the momentum going into it. They, like, stopped a bit beforehand, didn't they? Yeah, they were. Julia and Danielle have the funniest, like, like, they've really grown on me as a team because I know they didn't yeah. know each other first. So they've got this awkward, like, vibe. But Danielle just took over in this effort. Oh, yeah, it was true what Tom said about it was literally just someone watching someone else complete a task. <laughs> I agree with that. Julia was like, yeah, I'll be your biggest cheerleader. Daddy, I was like, this is exactly what I need to do. I've got this. I grew up in the bush type thing. <laughs> and um, they ended up using the floaty thing for half of the course. And then ended up with a rock. Yeah, that they well, like sellotape together. Yeah. With but it was a rock, right? I think I really struggled to work out what they're using. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got a rock and taped it and then somehow got it on. I don't it was so confusing that end bit. And then Julia was more focused on adding a hand. Yes. <laughs> Oh, can we go back a second? Yeah, yeah, like, this, this is the only note I wrote from this. Yeah, I'm excited. I really, really enjoyed um, them basically uh, taking ages and putting the helmet on. Really, really enjoyed that. And Jimmy getting so angry about it. Oh, yeah. Jim, Jimmy was so funny when he was like, there's no urgency in the other two. <laughs> I've just remembered. Nina was like, should I wear the, the helmet? And Luke yeah, was like, yeah, maybe for safety. And just puts it on. And then he stands there. Again, this is the only other part of the note I've written. Stands there while the thing goes down the hill. And Jimmy's like, you can follow it, you know? You saw the competitive nature in him come out in that. That I think yeah. being on his own, you don't necessarily... I mean, I assumed he was competitive because he gets a little bit high-pitched and frustrated, which is what happens when I'm competitive. But it was really good. Whereas Julia was like, fuck it, let's like try the hand and have it waving and... <laughs> You know, but Danielle's working so hard and they took ages. They had they took 28 minutes, 55 seconds to the other team's 10 minute, 12 seconds. And again, Jimmy was complaining that they were going too slow and they were, yeah, so much faster. Do you know what though? It would have been, I can imagine his frustration had they have lost that though. Oh yeah. Especially to a couple who are just like going, oh, put the hand in and we'll use a rock. There's been no urgency on any of their tasks. Nope. And you know what? They did another really fun Macarena at the end. Yeah. So what was the reasoning for them not getting zero points? It annoyed me last week when I couldn't remember. When they're doing the uh, dance. Yeah, that was just but, to annoy them. They're getting zero points and I can't remember why he decided no, no points at all. It was just... It was just, just funny. Uh, fair just enough. Funny, so <laughs> it is funny. Getting any points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was absolutely no reason for it. It was a Love little it. bit like a... um. 
was it a Josh Whittakem counting the baked beans situation where he didn't yeah. get Yeah. 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 It was exactly like that, except weirder. Which, uh, if I'm honest, I think I think if the extra tasks are given, that's what needs to happen. It's funnier that they don't get any points because otherwise it almost makes it unfair if that person then goes on to win just by yeah, like that I extra wonder, point. I wonder if we've had... Mm, this is where another one of the official podcasting come in. I might ask Jack. Oh, he might have already written it somewhere. But I wonder if they've had a winner who has gotten an extra point from a bonus task. But I don't think they have. No. But it would be interesting, like, like, if it's a one-point difference between first and second situation. Well, wasn't Kerry Godleman awarded an extra point for something? Oh, God, I can't remember anything about her. You can edit this. I'm going to quickly Google something as well, because I'm sure as well. Yeah. This one's about Morgana Robinson, because she was given that extra point. Actually, yes. It might be Morgana that... And I feel like she won. This was, no, yeah, yeah, she did win. I don't know if you've ever heard of this website, taskmaster.info. Doing uh, a little plug for them. Taskmaster.info is freaking amazing. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, all the stuff. Absolutely brilliant. Yep. And going through the Australian ones pretty quickly as well, almost beating me each week with doing the work, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Although they haven't, updated, they haven't updated episode six yet. No, no, no. They'll be. They'll beat me out with the podcast, though, because it takes me so long to do it and edit it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's actually a lot harder work than I thought it was doing this. <laughs> I prefer, when I do mine, um, just not to edit them. Yeah, that would make me really... Yeah, nervous. so Morgana Robinson beat Guz Khan by one point. Oh, shit. And she got that extra point for swearing at Alex. Oh. I know it's not quite the same as the bonus point, but yeah. yeah. That, well, I'll tell you what, I would forgive Greg for that if he gave girls a point for the paint the ball thing for slapping it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's oh, that, that, that would have been brilliant as well, like a, tie, a tiebreaker to see who wins the whole series. I would love that. And for some reason, Gus doesn't come to mind when I think of someone who did really well at Taskmaster. No, I was really shocked when I just I saw him being... Per- I was expecting like Desiree to be there. Yeah. But actually, the scores, Alan Davis and Desiree in joint third place with 161 yeah. and Morgana on first with 168. So actually, it was a really tight series. Don't think I remember that. Well, Desiree was eating sand, so she wasn't going to win. But I am surprised by Gus. Desiree Birch is my fate has got my favorite task ever with the um buying the uh, items from the shop. It's my favorite ever task attempt. That is one of the so funniest much. things I think we've ever seen on Taskmaster. Like, there's just some things that stand out, and as soon as I see that clip, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that again. Yeah, completely. Just, right, I've, oh. I've completely disrailed your podcast. No, no, no. I love talking about the UK one, so this is actually <laughs> really fun for me. And anyone listening to this would have to like that. So. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, I could probably talk about that all day. I might get around there eventually and start on the UK and just start copying Ed. Uh, I'm wondering whether Ed's going to do New Zealand and Australia afterwards. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I wonder. Win, you... win nearing the end. We've only got eight episodes left of the UKs. Yeah, I know. That makes me really nervous. And we haven't announced Series 15 yet. That's annoying because I really want it soon. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for it. All right, so the team of three got four points. The team of two got two points, uh, which made me laugh because I went, yeah, that's he's given out six points in total, which would upset Alex. But Lester Tom doesn't care. 
No. No, doesn't give a shit. So task two, age or de-age yourself. You must reveal yourself aged or de-aged in 20 minutes. Biggest difference from your real age wins. Your time starts now. I did wonder, this is not going straight into it, but I did wonder if your age, like being a certain age would make a difference to this. I felt sorry for Julia. Yeah. I, I meant to do the maths beforehand, but I sat there wondering if someone did like an 80 year old, would Julia ever be able to win? That's what I was just thinking, actually, yeah. I was like, whoever's the oldest, if they wanted to be older, I, I kind of get it. But the task did say try and age yourself the most, so you'd have to kind of go to like a 150-type look, which Danielle well, did. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wasn't sure about the whole thing. I really liked her thing, and I yeah. liked how it came back into her sort of like the life story of Danielle. Yeah, um, yeah. But... I didn't like that she just stated that she what she, it was three hundred, wasn't it? Yeah. And then that was given. So if someone had literally walked in and said, "I'm five hundred, they would have accepted it. But he didn't, because when Luke said he was like eighty five, I think he de-aged him back to seventy five. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Tom, I didn't think that was fair. Tom's reasoning was just based on how he took them. I mean. Mm. I mean, Luke was great. Luke made me laugh so much just because he came in just like a. Just, I hope there's no really old men listening to this, <laughs> but it's exactly what I would expect of an old man. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, ask me about the immigrants and <laughs> I love negative gearing. Like, I just went, yeah, that's just great. Um, Luke's nailed it, as in he's nailed the persona of who he wanted to be, but it was meant to be him yeah. as an old man. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's why Tom brought it back a bit because he was like, well, clearly it wasn't. Yeah, I get I get that, actually. Yeah, because they also mentioned that with Nina, who did something similar. So Nina, they literally said to her, where's Nina? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Let's <laughs> see her as an old woman. Yeah. But I thought hers was... If she'd, if she'd played into that, oh, I've forgotten, like, my memory's gone, that's how old I am. That's what I thought too. I thought she'll she'll definitely do that. I mean, she ended up aging 56 years, which I think was an advantage that she's only 30. Yes. Although in saying that, like Luke being 35 years of age, I don't know if I can do the maths properly, but that makes him like 40, which really surprises me if he's 40. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. I I don't know why the that, that stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure about this task was up. Like Jimmy, I really like that he talked himself out of points. <laughs> Jimmy's Jimmy's was funny, but it was so annoying to watch. It was just a loud, annoying baby man. <laughs> I was like, yes. this is so annoying. Uh, if I'm honest, well, I didn't like. I thought he was going to um like his like look into the distance was him like doing a poo or something, but that didn't really because that's that's what babies do. They literally like, oh, are you doing a poo right now? Nice. <laughs> Well, if anyone was going to talk about that, it would have been Luke because he seems to be talking about pissing or shitting himself. Yeah, I was going to say, every episode so far, he has talked about pissing himself. What is going on with that guy? (laughs) Or he genuinely needs the toilet. Eventually, the next task needed the toilet. I think it's one of, maybe it's like a manifesting thing. Like the more he's talking about it, the more he's like, oh my God, maybe I am going to wet my pants. (laughs) I don't know. But he did seem to bring it up a heck of a lot. Yes, very much. I like that it kind of fitted in, though. I mean, when Luke said, though, about 
the olden day catheters is just a penis wrapped in a handkerchief. I lost it. I I don't know why. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. See, I feel, I'm annoyed because I feel like I missed that joke. And it wasn't until I saw that you tweeted it afterwards. Was it you who tweeted it? Someone did, or you might have liked it or something. Yeah. That I was like, oh, I now get the joke that Nina makes later on. <laughs> <laughs> that would have seemed weird without content. But I, I feel like I got a bleep or something and I, I like my break was over. So I had to leave it for that moment where I was. Yeah. No, that's fair. Well, when I when I saw that, that I think again, that was one of the moments where I went, well, A, we're in a PG 7.30 time slot here in Australia. So it's not like the UK one where it's oh, a bit is it early? Okay. Yeah. So I went, whoa. Like I was kind of surprised that they've let some of that stuff go through this time slot. And also I was like, yes, like this is the shit I'm here for. <laughs> like, just that explains this. all the beeping, bleeping now though. So what are you watching that there's bleeping? Oh, on mine there's bleeping. I swear there's some swearing and it gets bleeped. Really? Yeah. Did they did they bleep penis? I'm not sure, but what whatever they bleeped, or, like, <laughs> I don't think there was any on this episode, but it was previous episodes. Whatever they bleeped, you could hear the word underneath it, so it was a very poor bleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't think they bleeped much, but I was I was still surprised that it went through the time slot. But I was thrilled because I went. This is a bit more of the UK banter that I like. Yeah, the really immature stuff. Um, so that brings us to Julia, who dressed up as a baby. Uh, and then a baby. I felt physically sick. <laughs> Watching it. Genuinely, like it repulsed me so much. I think I like had to skip parts of it because it was so disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it that was so vile, but it was just stuff around the mouth. It made me feel. Yeah, I think like... that's what it was. It was all oh, the stuff around the mouth. I think it just it was absolutely disgusting. Oh, t- yeah. Well, that was. I think it was just after the old penis handkerchief comment. So I was already on a high from that. And then all of a sudden we have Julia laying on a table, brawless, drinking milk, like laughing at milk like a cat with shit around her face. So what the fuck am I watching? It was, yeah. And is she like a sort of like legacy type um, comedian in Australia? Kind of. She's been on TV for a really long time, but she is very well known. But I just went, she's, yeah, she's uh, she had a bit of a Sally Phillips vibe to her, I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, hers was absolutely atrocious. And, yeah, I don't know. So they ended up scoring her less because she, well, she started as a nine-month-old baby or something or a one-year-old because she could walk just and talk a little bit. And then, they, then yeah. she started talking more and then she mentioned her boob popping out. So then. Which I thought was unfair because the time was out by the time she said about that. Yeah, I mean... It was after the task and she started to stand up. Yep, that's a good point, actually. That is pretty unfair. <laughs> it was a brave choice anyway, going braless for no reason. Um, mm. but... <laughs> when she first walked, walked in for the room, I'm like, she's not wearing a bra. Why is she not wearing a bra? <laughs> in my head, I was just like, oh, she probably just filmed the other one where she was in the bath towel. <laughs> like, I just went in the yeah. <laughs> like, You top off, it doesn't matter. But it was funny she that I got to mention... Tom, doesn't she? Paul, well, what about Paul? Yeah, she's Tom's face. Oh, he looked appalled when she's like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> I mean, this oh, is... again, I think that was why I struggled to look at. Like, it was so uncomfortable to watch the whole thing. Yeah, it was pretty. Un... Actually, that moment did remind me of Alex in the way that Ashley B took off her pants and said, "Avert your eyes," and then he had no idea what to do. And I went, "This is perfect. <laughs> we do like an awkward taskmaster assistant." 
who can't look at women. <laughs> um, but yeah, hers yes. made me or make feel... comfortable comments like he does with Danielle. Well, yeah, let please like let's get to Danielle then because it was one of the funniest things I think. And like I said, this whole task just kept getting more and more insane to me. So Danielle was pretty mm. much the perfect old woman, in my opinion. She walked in, she said she's going to put her tit up on the table. <laughs> she did it so well. <laughs> she had the bald cap on, like it was just so funny. And she tortured Tom as well. I mean, telling Tom she, he doesn't deserve to see her tits and then having him go, give, and I quote, give us a look at your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think their banter is one of the best Taskmaster assistant contestant relationships I've actually seen across Taskmaster. Yeah, I think I agree. Oh, I like that. Excellent. I felt really proud mm. when I came up with that comment. <laughs> yeah, they got a really good, like, awkward r- rapport, but it makes it funny as well. Yeah. it's um. I thought she nailed that, though. Like, I know she was saying she was 300, but even if, she, if, even if they had said, let's give her a normal age, I would have even allowed 100. She still would have won. Yeah. Is that, is that where, where do you sit on it? Who did it? The no, no, I agree. Like, again, it's difficult to do this one because you sort of, you go with what age they've given sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So the scoring in my eyes was correct. Yeah. Like, it couldn't have been changed really. Yeah. But yeah, no. I'm, I'm happy with where they put everyone. I'm glad. Has anything come across to you like as an Australian thing that you haven't quite understood yet? So on my notes, we're ready for the next, um, task in which yeah. I'm going to be asking about it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's go to task three then, which is save the snag from the Barbie. Least burnt snag wins your time starts now. Hit me with your question. So this task yes. inspired the topic on my notes, Australianisms. Okay. <laughs> I love this topic. So obviously I worked out that snag is sausage. Yeah. Why is snag sausage? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that is it a sort of slang word for it or yeah yeah it's just a slang word just a snag like calling it a, a banger sort of thing I don't yeah know if that word we, we also say banger so we oh, say yeah. like bangers and mash whereas we'll say snag in bread or something like it, you can you can interchange the word sausage with either of those options and we understand uh, okay yeah. it got me thinking like there seems to be a lot of mentions of like the fong being a flip-flop-flop. Yes. Because obviously, as your discussion a few weeks ago, a fong is very different. Yes. a hundred. Yes, yeah, so I've had a, I had a few people mention that, that it's a different thing over there. I think, well, they, because they called it, they call it a thong? Now I can't remember. Yeah, fling the okay. fong. Yeah. I was going to say, the only thing I wouldn't want them to do is purposefully change it from our usual, like how we would normally say it. So we, like everyone yeah. in Australia would know what a thong is. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I completely agree. It's just obviously when that task comes up, it's like, why the hell are they getting fongs and like flinging them like that? Now I remember, yes, I covered that with Olivia and Olivia yeah. did say you could also use a G-string. Yeah, I remember now. But again, it would have been funny. But yeah, the, the snag on the Barbie thing was funny in two ways because it, the Barbie was also a barbecue and a Barbie. Yes. And I think- Well, it was never a barbecue. It was just a burner, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's a barbecue, isn't it? Or a keen barbecue, no. <laughs> I own, I own four, well, at one point, I own four barbecues. <laughs> Why not? Did they I all do different one. things? Yeah, portable one, I had a smoker, I had a gas one, and I had a kettle. Well, is a smoker a barbecue? Yeah, I'd call it a barbecue. You can barbecue well, stuff on it. Well, in that case, they also had a barbecue. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. One for Australia. Um, one, other, one more 
yeah. Australianism Hit from me. this episode. Yeah. In the um, reinvent the wheel task, mm-hmm. I can't even. Um, both be. Jim and Julia said, "Fang it." As in yeah. the car, yeah. As yeah. in what's like, that? What? Put your foot down on the accelerator and go. Is that what that means? Okay. Yeah. Just just for all the UK listeners to the podcast, so they understand. Do you know? <laughs> I really actually enjoy this because there's stuff that I wouldn't even think twice about. Like I didn't even pick up on anyone saying it because it just like yeah, it's quite it's yeah exactly normal for you, but for us we're like, what does that mean? <laughs> Fang it with your thong on the on the pedal. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, that's fair. Well, this was a very uh, they're kind of leaning into a lot. So if I can call it, Aussie, I don't think. <laughs> Sorry, again, a few episodes again, the cricket yeah. master episode. Yeah. In my head, I call that the Australia episode because you got fling the thong and you got the um appeal in the cricket thing you, you, <laughs> you, yeah, I'm not accusing you of everything you UK people love cricket do you UK not? UK people not me not me <laughs> I've been to one cricket match in my life and it was more just getting drunk I'd say actually for the, for the UK fan that is what cricket's about I would be surprised if that wasn't what the Aussie cricket fans enjoy there you go then but it's again, not about the sport, it's just about getting drunk. Yeah, I'm not an Aussie cricket fan, really. I've been to a couple of games, but more just for the... Well, I used to like it, but anyway, it's boring now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that one was probably a little bit more global, but we just made it seem really weird in Ocker. Um, so Save the Snag was a good one because it was literally just about going to the most obvious place first, and which mm-hmm. almost no one did. I would have thought they'd go straight to the house. But they all second guess. Again, would you though? Would you go straight to the house for a barbecue? Yeah. Why? What what makes you think the lab is the place? But it was in the lab, wasn't it? Yeah, but on the patio. No, yeah. Well, I suppose on your way upstairs to the patio, you'd be going. Well, I'm already in the house. Whether you go to the patio first, no, or or last, (laughs) I feel like I probably wouldn't have gone to the lake first. That's just me. For sure. I mean, it reminded me a bit of um in the New Zealand one. There was I can't remember the task, mm-hmm. but they had to find something, and two of the contestants gave up and they walked straight past where it was. In, yeah, like, it was this big the, living room, it was the hole, the golf hole. That was it. It reminded me a bit, bit of. In fact, it was very much like that. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones too. When they walked past it, and then they showed in the studio, go, you literally went past it. <laughs> just yeah. to the dressing room <laughs> yeah that just gave up i mean it was very similar to that so we had the was it the three youngsters went first this time i don't yes, know it they was, went yeah it was nina jimmy and uh nina jimmy and luke who all kind of just went looking for it in all the places uh but their times weren't too bad so they had they were all about the same. Eight minutes, 12 for Nina, seven minutes, 22 for Luke and seven minutes, 46 for Jimmy. So yeah, that was pretty just straightforward. Danielle yeah. took ages. She got really so, caught up. Yeah. So she was thinking that there was a big sort of like taskmaster twist where it was like, you know, like the cat task. I thought so that's how that's she was she trying was to think. 100%. Um, and I won't lie. Every time Tom kept in that pun about, oh, you you got in the snag there. Mm-hmm. I thought he was trying to hint at something because he was doing it and he did it around the truck every single time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is he try- Is he doing something? Is there an extra layer to this task? But that, no. That <laughs> so I think I would have done the exact same thing she did. 
Yeah, she really got stuck in going like, okay, but they've barbecued the bread and the corn, so B and C, and what does that mean? Is there an A? And she took, I mean, to be fair, considering she got caught up in that little loop herself, she only took 15 minutes and 50 seconds, which isn't the worst they've done. No. (laughs) Not by a long shot. Whereas Julia pretty much just ran straight to the lab. Yeah, it was one of those ones where it was just pure fluke, which I love it when it happens. It's boring as hell, but it's still brilliant. I mean, it's okay if one person does it, but if they all yes. flip it, it doesn't get shown. That's pretty much what, what I've heard. Although still taking three minutes and eight seconds to get there. Again, going back to the New Zealand one, again, I can't remember the task, but there was something like someone did it straight away, but then it turned out there was just chatting to Paul, Paul Williams for about five minutes, so there's actually the slowest, even though they did it straight away. <laughs> and that time sort of reminded me of that. She took a lot of time to get there. She was too busy to just doing her own thing I think my biggest problem with the task like this is that if I did have to run around places I'm so unfit it would take me fucking forever yeah but like I'm not moving at speed for a long period of time (laughs) and that that house is massive the fucking yard's huge yeah (laughs) I've seen people cycling a lot like to get to places in it yeah I would love, I should probably figure out, if I can Google it, I'll figure out what the square meter is. Yeah. That actually interests me. But it's <laughs> Compared a to the UK problem. one, which is just off a little roundabout. Hey, I wouldn't mind running from the caravan to the house in the UK, but in the New Zealand one, no. even the caravan's still a good four times further than the UK one. Why is it filmed in New Zealand? Do you know? No, but I've never found out. That I think really it's... confused me when it first appeared. It's like, that's a very familiar house. Why have they just like copied the, t- the New Zealand one? Yeah, and I slowly, I, it took me far too long than I care to admit to realise it was the same house. <laughs> well, I, I like, found oh, out why they've done that. Straight away, like as soon as they announced that they were going to do Taskmaster Australia, I was like, right, where's it being filmed? Where's Because I was like, yep, I'm going to be involved in this somehow. And then I went, it's filmed in the New Zealand, which doesn't make sense. I mean, they already had the house there, but surely it's not that hard to find a house in Australia that could do the same thing. No. And you'd think it'd be easier for scheduling. Yeah. I don't know, because obviously Australia is quite big. Oh, yeah, I forget that's, that. That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's my, my geographical knowledge of Australia there. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. I forget that it is quite big. But in saying that, it would still be quicker if they're all in Sydney, say, where they're doing the studio, than to fly to New Zealand at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know either. But um, I like the New Zealand house, but it's, it takes me a bit to get used to it because I, I think the UK one has a bit of nostalgia for me. Oh, yeah. It was a fine task. It was an okay way to end. There wasn't a lot to it. It just was. It is what it is, you know? We we can't have... I think you're right in what you're saying about the banter. Like, the tasks in this episode... I really enjoyed this episode, too. I thought it was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. But actually, the tasks were really quite weak. Yeah. But I mind the... it goes to show, actually, the banter was great. Well, that's... task two, the de-age and age yourself one, I, I thought that was great, no matter what. But the other two tasks are a bit... Not, it's not even that the tasks are meh. They're fine tasks. And if I really analyse the UK one, there might be ones where I'm like, they're all meh too. But it's yeah. the fact that I love what's going on in it that makes it a strong task. So, again, this was probably the one where nothing really exciting happened. There wasn't a lot of banter because it was pretty straightforward. Whereas you go to task two again and it's like, you know, Luke's out there saying we should have put a sperm sample on the table and won. You're going like, what? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> where, that was another Luke moment. Where, where have you Yeah, I forgot about that one. 
I nearly did too. And I went like, who is this person? What are we talking about here? It's a freaking, again, 7.30 time slot in Australia. <laughs> That's what I mean. So yeah, task three was fine. And then we got to, oh, I should probably give out the scores. So we had Danielle who took ages on one point, four points to Luke, three to Jimmy, two to Nina, and five points to Julia. It was actually at this point that they mentioned that Julia was in the lead overall for the series on 95 points. Yes. So Julia's, I think I said it last week, she's she's really getting some points now. She's she's come to play. Yeah. I was going to say she's very much taking the vein of Lisa Tarbuck type of thing. Like minimal <gasps> effort, maximum points. It really is like Lisa Tarbuck. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. She I've, has the- eight, each of them, I've like, so like, all right, go. Ian Sterling is Jimmy. Yeah. Like, good. very much so. But I think that's because of the children's. I was um, going to say, like, the children's presenter. <laughs> yep. Um, I can't think who, who Danielle and Nina are most like. But obviously, I said um, Luke was like, uh, I've got his name, Joe Thomas. Yeah. So, yeah. Each each of them I sort of like put a personality against. Except Danielle and Nina. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a think of them and I'll come back to the end of the podcast and I'll tell you who I think they are. Okay, you'll like wake up during the night or something and be like, oh, it's Luke Sanders. <laughs> yeah. I'll text you and then you can just add it to the end. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, Nina's, Nina's playing strong, but that brings us to the live task. And I loved this live task. I love any live task, which is creative. It was make your monster meaner. That was the first one. You have 30 seconds. Your time starts now. The least mean monster will be eliminated. But then it went on to be make your monster cuter, make your monster more prestigious and make your monster sexier. Um, And then they eliminated one person each round. I loved it. Yeah, I really did too. I thought at first it was going to be, you know, the median, draw the median snake, was it? Duck. Duck, that was it, the median duck. Um, I thought it was going to be that sort of vibe, like the mean, like they'll take the size of all of them and whoever's like in the middle would be the winner. Um, and then I thought it was going to be the, um, well, before that, actually, I thought it was going to be draw this monster. Yes, and then, the three legs and the pissing. Yeah, which has appeared over numerous Taskmasters. Probably is, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yep. I've had a go at that too, and it's really fun. I know, I remember you saying, yeah. I might have a go at this one, actually, because I thought this was great. Anything where they're up there drawing on the spot, it really it really forces them to show a bit of their personalities uh, in the sense that, I don't know. So who, who went out first? Was it Nina? Let me go it back. It was Julia who went out first. It was Julia. Her monster wasn't very mean. <laughs> no, it wasn't then, at all. She didn't really do anything. The obvious thing was the eyebrows, which everyone did apart from her. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Well, the thing that I found out today was that Jimmy wrote Fuck You Tom or something. Oh, okay. And they actually edit they cut over it so you couldn't see it because of the fuck you. Oh. So it's funny that you could say like whole heap of weird shit but you can't about, have it on the screen no you can have adult fetishes talked about but you can't have the words fuck you on the screen at like 30 at night How weird it is weird so yeah just a tidbit there for everyone that some of it got um edited but he went out on the make your monster cuter which might make sense if he had to scribble out all his words yeah he probably spent his 30 seconds doing that then we had uh, Nina go out on Make Your Monster More Prestigious. Now, I I get the th- vibe of prestigious, but I probably wouldn't have understood how to make my monster more prestigious. I feel like that's a word you you, you might know. No, I was going to say um, 
there's so my wife's an English teacher, so there's a lot of words I should know. And then she goes and says things that's like, no, I've got no idea what you're on about. <laughs> you're just you're you're just being like big headed and using these big words because you know them. <laughs> when they said that, I was like, I'm gonna be out because I don't know what prestigious meant. Like yeah. you, I had a sort of general idea of what it sort of meant, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't sure. It was the same as last week with the prize task of most pretentious item. Yes. I couldn't for the life of me, I was like, I had no idea what that sort of means. I was much like Nina, didn't know yeah. really what I would have brought in. See, I can think of like general words, like for example, what was <laughs> prestigious? So I couldn't even remember the word. Yeah. Like I'm going, okay, like stuck up. And then for this one, yeah. prestigious, God, that's really hard for me to say. I'm like, oh, okay, like a private school. Because that's often yeah. gets talked about in newspapers yeah. about prestigious schools and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but it's actually implementing that then that I'm like, what, what am I going to draw a school uniform on someone? <laughs> yeah, but I think both um, Danielle and uh, Luke, they did the right things. Oh, it worked for them. Of course they did. Obviously yeah. it helped that Nina just drew books, but... <laughs> <laughs> when she talked about prestige and whatever, she, I just laughed. I went, yep, I get, I love Nina. She's so funny to me. Um, but then we had Make Your Monster Sexier, and this is where it really got fun. So we had Luke, who I've just blanked. It would have been something about boobs, wouldn't there? No. So what did he do to make it? He drew, drew massive lips on it and yeah. he wrote something. I feel like he wrote something. No, I think he didn't write something. That was the problem because he said, I love kids. Oh, no, that was, that was the problem. So he kept on the I love kids bit. Yeah, that's right. From his Make Your Monster Cuter. He also and had then... the sex award too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best at sex. Yes. Yeah, which is making his monster sexier. Whereas Danielle, I mean, she drew nice big boobs on the monster and wrote, Very I much. suck ya, which I was, I don't know, that to me was one of the funniest things I've seen <laughs> on, on Australian television. I want to suck ya. And she won. I mean, how can you argue with that? No, I agree. Like, all of those were in the exact order they should have been. I couldn't argue with any of those points and where they placed. Yeah. There's something I really enjoy about a big reveal at the end too with images. So whether it's a live task or a normal one with like paintings, I really like yeah. it when they put all five up there and you can just go, what were they all thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. They're all yeah. very different and you're like, I love comparing them. Any task that is, involves that kind of either singing, I know a lot of people don't like the singing ones, but I love them. Drawing, like any of that, I'm into it. All the creative type tasks. Yeah. I think it depends who you have on the shows though because... Mm. Obviously, your people like um, Noel Fielding, like, obviously, fantastic, big artist, like, True. Mighty Boosh and all that sort of stuff, like, fantastic. Yeah. But as Ed Gamble quite rightly says on all that, he hates those ones because it's just, he's not, yeah, he's just not a fan of them. Yeah. But, I, and I suppose that's why they don't have only those ones and they do lead into yes. the mathematical or the logical thinking type ones. But now, speaking of Noel Fielding season, I mean, I think that was series four. Does that sound right? Yeah. In series four, they were all bloody good at drawing. <laughs> like I was yeah. From like Hugh Dennis's lady portrait. <laughs> but when they did. Was Joe Lysett in that series as well? Yeah, he was. So Joe Lysett over here, he does like all sorts. He's done um a live drawing live yeah. sort of thing where the, the nation drew some live drawing when he hosted that sort of thing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, him and Noel Fielding were massive artists. I was even impressed with um, the big old gibbon in that series, which was painted by Mal, um, the image of Greg. 
But I was just like, well, people can actually paint in that one. So then it kind of made it <laughs> a fairly even playing field where normally you get someone real shit. <laughs> yeah, just, and then it's just not fair just because they can't, I can't draw for anything. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, if you'd put a drawing task in the audio podcast, I would have nailed it. I love drawing. That, that would have gone down a treat with the podcast listeners. <laughs> just, just, just all of us describing our own images and Charlie going, sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, well, that end, well, in the end, the points for, we had, I mean, another win from Danielle is what it was because Danielle got 18 points. We had a tie for second place, 15 to Julia. Luke and Nina, and then 13 to Jimmy, which I think means that Danielle's back in front for a leader for the whole series. Potentially. So I was reading earlier, though, mm-hmm. that last week they announced a, when they announced the scores, Danielle was awarded one point, I can't remember if it was more or less, than she, she's actually got. That's interesting because each week when I do my scoring, I then have to go back and check it against what I've what the end is because it never adds up properly oh and last week I didn't actually put any scores uh, so yeah so the ta- again taskmaster.info they they've got a, like disclaimer on the episodes because I, I think when I was looking at it it was like actual score versus like um stated score do you really say like, that why, why have they got that why have they got that and literally instantly I saw that it was because there was a discrepancy in her score was that last week yeah. So if you look on taskmaster.info for last week, it's got it in like the trivia bits. Ah, because let me actually, all right, let's have a look at this for one second. Sorry, this is so boring for you, but now I'm interested. <laughs> all right. So five, two, two, nine. Oh, so I've got Danielle. And again, let's not take my word as like, take with a grain of salt because I'm not good at maths. And I also do other things while I'm writing my notes. But I had her down last week for three point zero points, two, five, and two again which equals 12, according to my math. Okay, but um, I mean, so what would that make it she overall? 11. So she got 11 last week. Yeah, but I mean, so the overall score for her is officially, it was announced on the show, 77, but she's actually got 78 points. She'd have to be you more. you got the in total bit. No, I've only got Julia's. So Julia's was 95 prior to the price task. And... Uh, Danielle was only four. hasn't updated. You're ahead of them. Yeah, so I think Danielle was only three (laughs) or four behind her. So I wonder if, I wonder if they've caught that in the new episode. Do you know what I mean? Like if they've if Taskmaster caught it and fixed it without saying anything. Maybe, but yeah, as of last week though, it was wrong. Well, that's interesting. I might. Well, be even more interesting if there's one point in it. Yeah, well, da- according to the <laughs> Navy Taskmaster Info, so Danielle's meant to have an extra point, yeah? Is that what we've decided? Uh, Yes, she is. Yeah, wow. There you go. And to think I did not trust my scoring. I should have trusted it. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Well, I, I'll be interested to see at the end. Someone, it'll probably be Taskmaster Info, but someone will add it all up. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be like, well, Taskmaster Shelly is going down now because they can't score. Bloody Balin's down under. No, nah, well, I <laughs> I loved this episode. And do, how did you feel it felt across the series? Is this is this up there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's getting stronger as each um, episode's gone on. Yeah. Um, I think last week's was one of my favorite episodes. I just yeah. read it. To be fair, it was my favorite episode because of Danielle. Yeah. D- 
absolute messing up of that task on the ABCs was absolutely phenomenal. And again, her and Tom, like Tom at the end crying, and I just went, these two, like, and it makes me wonder now if that's why their chemistry is so, like their banter off each other is so good. They literally had so long together during that that task. Like every task of hers goes for ages and now they're forced friends. Yeah. Because how it genuinely went on for so long because of like their hair was just getting more and more frazzled as it went on. I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah, I think the vibe I've gotten from nearly everyone is that that is one of the best tasks across all series, not just Australia. Yeah. That was a really clever uh, task full stop, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Really well thought out. And actually really obvious when you did sit and think about it yeah but how she just wasn't getting it it was the when tom read it all back and he said i've said other things that are alive too and it was just great i just loved it so much yeah i like that i think that task and the da yourself one which i would love to see repeated in the uk i know they've changed some of the tasks for the uk one like the caravan and the grape thing yeah the U- the uk one has started stealing some they have started, which is ironic yeah. that we all thought that we'd be stealing theirs. <laughs> well, New Zealand, they've actively said they're that not. they're not going to... Co- like, apparently, they went to go do a task, and then the UK one came out, and it was too similar, so they got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, the New Zealand riding team, and I only know Sam from that, but amazing stuff from them, considering they're coming up with it themselves, and they're not copying stuff, because some of the tasks have been good, and uh, New Zealand's... New Zealand series is top notch. You've seen New Zealand series, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. Thank series you. two, my favorite series of Taskmaster ever, and it really pains me to say. No, say it because I think everyone who has seen <laughs> series two New Zealand almost agrees. And I really want people. But everyone to who sees it, it then goes to say the same person is the reason, David Krayos. <laughs> like, yes. he's just absolutely, they absolutely chose him as the right person to do his solo task of untying the shoelaces. Um, his eat the grape was absolutely phenomenal. Like how long he spent at that caravan. Yeah. Um, and then um, how amazing he was with the milk um, task. Like, and then and then also the going wrong of where the light switched off and he panicked and just got naked. <laughs> he's just he's absolutely brilliant. He's the right. Literally, like, more and more are coming to me in my head, but I'll, yeah. I won't say more. But I've just got to say, obviously, the diss track as well. Yeah, I mean, I, to this day, sing that diss track out loud sometimes when I shouldn't. <laughs> and I've said that on this it's podcast just so before, good. that it's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I love how they're, like, trying to hold him back and calm him down. And I'm like, is this a persona or is this just him being competitive? And I think it's just him being competitive. I just love the history of that guy as well. He was, like, a professional weightlifter. Yeah. And then he injured himself and then turned into this absolutely surreal comedian. Unbelievable. I mean, and did you listen to Ursula on Ed Gamble's podcast by any chance? I did. I mean, her talking about New Zealand series though, I went, yeah, that made it all just made sense because I went, they're actually all insane. And the oh, fact yeah. that like, and I don't know what time it is over there, but I remember originally watching the UK one and being like, oh, it's a little bit naughty. And then watching the New Zealand and being like, oh, for Jesus Christ, there's naked men on here. And then yeah. Ursula. Yeah, because like, in, in two tasks, like Guy and David Kraus get naked. For the tie bit, wasn't it? They they basically <laughs> just put their dicks in a tie, and obviously well, a deleted task with guy putting his dick toaster. in the toaster. And I, when I heard that, I went, 
okay we're we're all coming yeah, back. Yeah, it's a completely that. different vibe in New Zealand. Yeah, I went now. Nah, they've lost it over there, and I love it. It's one of the funniest things. Um, so yeah, I don't think we can top that. But I am glad that the Australian one isn't shit. Hey, it's only season one. Season two might be the best one yet. Oh, that might be. I was I wasn't I wasn't installed on Taskmaster New Zealand season one. It was good. Yeah. But then it just ramped it up. I agree, and I think maybe as people watch it, do you think like in Australia? So most people I talk to haven't heard of Taskmaster. I know a oh, lot really? of people, yeah, I know a lot of people say, Oh, everyone knows the format, but I'm like, no, they don't. Not not many people I know have ever heard of it. And if I go, Oh, Alex Horn, they're like, Who? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, which is fair. Because- Isn't it weird? Like most people are drawn to Taskmaster because of Alex Horn. I yeah. was the opposite. Greg Davis was the one that I used to follow. Well, so I remember yeah. Greg Davis back in his, he was in a um comedy trio called We Are Clang. Yeah. Um, and it. I used to watch him like way before Taskmaster and mm. like sort of I knew about Alex Vaughn. I used to watch like YouTube videos of them. I listened to their radio show. I watched the TV series in which they like wow. took became mayors of this like little town. So yeah, it was Greg Davis that I was a fan of. And then obviously when I heard about Taskmaster, he sold it for me. And now I'm like, it's Alex Vaughn that said, <laughs> continue yeah. to sell it for me. Yeah, I think... No, I didn't know. So I, I knew Greg a little from Inbetweeners, but again, I wasn't an Inbetweeners fan and I'd never heard of Alex. So the only reason I found it is that I one day my sister had it on the TV and she's not even a that big of a fan. It was just something that was on that she'd seen on YouTube. Yeah. And I walked past and went, oh, it's interesting, you know. And so one day it came up on my YouTube and I thought, oh, I'll see if I can find an episode of it. I think it was the one where Johnny, so I think it was Series 10 with Johnny and Daisy and Richard and that. Oh, yeah. So I started a really weird series with like COVID restrictions, but Johnny was in the boat thrusting forward, trying to get movement. <laughs> and I like laid on the couch crying with laughter, just going, what the hell is happening? And that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then I just went, I'm here forever. The, fact, the fact you were sold to that one, which was like, obviously <laughs> the COVID season were <laughs> really? a very different vibe to the, to the um, non-COVID seasons. Yeah. And they like, they are, they are the weakest of the seasons to be fair. I'm easily but pleased. In my, I love in my them. opinion. Yeah. Like the fact that you're sold from there. Yeah. No, I'm easily pleased. And I think because I started that and then went like 11, 12 before I went back to one, I think that's why I love it so much because to me that was yeah. crazy and funny. Um, And I hope the Australian one gets there. Well, thank you for joining me. And we're going to be listening to Taskmaster Audio on Monday, UK time, Tuesday, Australia time. Yep. Yeah. Any other I plugs? Think so. I think that's, that sounds right. Just look after Tuesday. It'll be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tuesday at breakfast, everyone look. It's going to be fine. And then yeah. listen to mine and it'll be good. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining me. I've really appreciated it. And thanks for giving me a bit of an insight into how you and Charlie do your stuff. Thank you very much. And thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Huge thank you to Mike for joining me for episode six of Taskmaster Australia. This was a long one again, but I'm having so much fun just chatting Taskmaster with people that I get a bit carried away. And also I'm not a very professional podcaster. Anyway, I really appreciate you for listening. Nothing weird happened this week, I don't think, except for the fact that I came third in Taskmaster, no format required audio, Taskmaster, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I will chat to you next week for episode seven. Bye. Sleep well. Toodles.